All right, all right. Good morning. Hey, everybody. I hope you're feeling pretty good. Thank you for tuning in at 5 a.m. with Damian Dixon. I hope you're feeling pretty strong and we're going to have a great Monday. So uh, we got a hard, hard topic coming up. Um, I've done some difficult ones, but I think this by far is kind of starting to show me and maybe reveal to me like a purpose, like a purpose, you know, of something bigger and greater than yourself. So we're, we're going to dive into a story about a Marine uh, who was doing the Boston Marathon recently. And uh, he was crawling over the finish line. So it's not, it's not just about him. It's about him, but it's not just about him. It's about uh, four other members uh, of his party. So please uh, maybe grab some hot cocoa or grab your favorite beverage. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, man. So we're, we're going to uh, dive into this one. So like I said, this is going to be... Um, not just about Micah uh, Herndon. Uh, he's a 31-year-old um, military Marine, and uh, he was running the Boston Marathon. So this is not really just, just going to be about him, okay? Um, we're going to try to dive into survivor's guilt. Uh, we're going to try to dive into suicide uh, and shame, okay? But mostly, um, we want to try to spend time on um, Ballard, um, he was a soldier uh, in 2010. Uh, we're going to try to spend time on Rupert Hammer. He was a British newspaper reporter. And David Juarez, he was a 22-year-old 20, uh, doing his second tour in Afghanistan. So you want to try to focus on um, those three guys as well because they were affected by the bombing, a vehicle bombing in 2010 mission, uh, January 9th, 2010. So we're going to spend time on this. Um, I think sometimes, uh, you know, you know, we're facing or, or you're facing difficult, difficult situations and um, places, right? Maybe difficult people too, uh, circumstances that are, that are out of your control. And, you know, we, we put, we place trust in our abilities. Okay. So I want to talk about that. You know, like, where are you placing your trust? Uh, number two, um, what are you unwilling to part with, right? Or, or like, like, what do you have to lose? Um, so like in the article, Micah uh, Hernandez, the 31-year-old veteran, uh, there was like a four-vehicle, uh, you could say, transport, okay? And during the interview, uh, Herndon said, hey, you know, I don't have anything to lose. You know, he had no wife, no kids, or he, I think at that time, he had no wife at that time. So uh, he placed himself in the most dangerous vehicle, which was the first the first leading vehicle, right? And he placed in the other three vehicles, um, Ballard, uh, his best friend, uh, Rupert Hammer, the British news reporter, and David Juarez. Uh, he was uh, once again the twenty-two, the, the twenty-two-year-old young man, who was on his second tour, and this is a voluntary tour. Let's, let's put it like that. And uh, Juarez, before he left, he had a heart-to-heart talk. He had a heart, a heart-to-heart talk uh, with his dad, and his dad really wanted to understand. You know, why are you going a second time? And he said, "Hey, dad, this is something that I need to do for me." So, uh, I think we need to spend time on that. You know, like like what things are you need are you needing to do for you? You know. Think about that. Now, I mean, like, like trusting in one's own ability, right? Um, you know, and trusting in one's own instincts is, is not uh, in itself wrong, right? Um, and I'm, I'm going to say something that's kind of off script here, but I think if, if this was my last, right, my last and my only one um, 
you could say testament, right? Or my own, my only one uh, message that I can get to, you know, the, the military men and women, right? Is uh, like, like this, like this topic, like this subject of, um, you know, uh, this subject of, um, you know, sharing a loss and a survivor's guilt and uh, just saying thank you. Like I said, this is definitely off script, but it's kind of pouring, it's kind of pouring out of me backwards. But that's kind of just part of it. But um, like, like trusting in one's own abilities is something that that we all do. Okay, um, and we're, we're human. And uh, the thing about trusting in one's own ability is that it's, it's a limited ability, right? Um, yeah, you're going off experience. Yeah, you're going off instincts. Yeah, you're going off maybe your gut, right? Uh, I believe. Um, the Marine, Micah um, Hernan, uh, he was going off, off his instincts, right? And his abilities and his training, you know? And so when he took the the lead vehicle, which was the most dangerous vehicle, okay? In his experience, in his research, and his study, I'm sure, the lead vehicle is the most dangerous. If you're riding it in the lead vehicle, you're probably going to die and get shot, okay? But in, in this instance, uh, January 9, 2010, this mission in... Uh, 2010 it it was the opposite okay meaning that that um micah um herndon the the marine he didn't see the wire in the road he didn't see um the bomb okay he drove right over it the first car he was in drove over it the second car drove over it and the final two cars which his uh his troopers were in um, Ballard, his best friend, <clears throat> uh, Rupert Hamer, and uh, Mark David Juarez. Um, they were each, you know, um, you know, uh, affected by the bomb, right? And I believe it, it, it killed, um, like I said, Mark Davis and Ru- Rupert Hamer on, on spot. And um, Ballard was his best friend. He did survive, but he was never the same. So, and um, Micah, which is, you know, the Marine who's running the, the Boston Marathon and he, and he finishes the marathon crawling on his knees. Um, he, he has survivor's guilt because he he was spared, right? Um, he was the leader. Uh, he, was, he was responsible. And, and like many of you out there, okay, who are in the military, who are, um, you know, um, taking care of, uh, of your troopers, if you're a leading position or if, if you're, you know, if you're new, Right. You know, um, we all um, trust in our abilities. We all are, are pretty confident that, hey, you know, we can we can, you know, uh, make this thing work like, like this can work out. Right. Um, but sharing in a loss um, is what ties these families together. Um, the Herndon family, um, the Ballard family, the um, the newspaper re- re- reporter had a photographer there. Um, whose legs were blew off in the uh, explosion? Uh, the the all, the Wallace family are all tied together now through this loss, and ultimately, like you know, there are there are plans, right? We all have plans. Um, you know, the Marine Micah Hendren, uh, I'm sorry, Herndon. Uh, I'm sure he didn't plan, right? Uh, his, his, his troopers getting killed wasn't part of the plan, right? Um, I can guarantee that it wasn't part of the plan. I'm sure, um, 
um, Mark Davis' dad, who sent his 22-year-old son back for a second tour, didn't plan on losing his son in Afghanistan, right? And I guarantee uh, his best friend, Ballard, you know, who, who, who also returned from Afghanistan after the bomb explosion, he suffered from PTSD. And ultimately, uh, he committed suicide at, at 30 years old. So, I mean, plans don't always, like, the things we plan in life, um, sometimes things just don't go according to plans. All right. And sometimes nothing does. And I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm I'm just trying to help us to understand that 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 there's a, a, a bigger plan. Right. And I, I think for me, like if I'm being transparent right now, if this is my final message to to to, to, to you as my listeners, my audience, if this is my final topic. Um, I would want to speak to the military. I, I want to speak to the men and women who are sacrificing their time and their lives and their families and their careers and 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 their 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 dreams possibly to to put on a uniform okay that most americans probably probably don't probably don't appreciate or even understand uh what all you may go through uh the sleepless nights um you know the hard floors uh the rocks um the dirt um you know always on the move right just constantly as a military man or woman displaced and I'm not going to lie, I'm a civilian, so I can't speak to that. But I do have military in my family. So that's why I'm so moved and I'm so inspired and I'm so driven to finish this, finish this episode. Because if, if this is my last will and my last testament, I want it to be about something bigger than myself. I want it to be about someone else. And I want it to, it to be in remembrance of Mark David Juarez and um, Rupert Hamar and... Ballard, and I, I wanted to be about Micah uh, Herndon, um, who was the Marine recently who finished once again the Boston Marathon, and he crawled to the finish line, and and he was quoting these names, you know, Hamer, Ballard, all this, and um, I saw that, and I was like, man, you know, there, there's got to be more, there's got to be more to this life sometimes than just shopping and spending and working and saving and having kids and having a nice car and having, you know, all the material things that one could could want and wanting more and being dissatisfied. And for me, for myself, you know, maybe this is part of my purpose and part of my reason is to is to spread light and share light on, on the story and to help us understand um, the role and what it's like to understand to be a military man or woman in the National Guard, right? Um, in the army, in the navy, uh, as a marine, to understand that yeah, you're a civilian, but you need to say thank you. Uh, we need to appreciate our veterans. We need to to go all out of our way to to make it about them, you know, uh, and, and their sacrifice. And I, I can't I can't talk about that enough because I think suicide and PTSD is a major, major, um, you could say a hurdle. When the military man and woman is trying to return to to, to civilian life, uh, they've seen things, they've heard things, they've experienced things, and it's traumatic. And I feel it's not enough programs, it's not enough, um, you know, work. I'm not doing enough work on my part to to reach out to military men and women to to say thank you, to to be available, to be supportive. So uh, that's my motivation. Like I want to be crystal clear. Um, that's my motivation and. 
Um, I do want to spend time on, on this one young guy. His name was uh, Mark David Waters, and he was 22 years old. And I think about it, 22, man, I was 22. I was a selfish asshole. I'm just going to just put it like that. I was working, yeah, I was saving, but I was just about me, 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 I, I, I. And, you know, this young man at age 22, he sat down and talked with his father, and he had a heart to talk. He had a heart, a heart to heart with his dad. And his dad was like, hey, you know, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And the 22, and the 22, and the 22 year old said, hey, dad, this is something I need to do for me. And if you're 22 or you're in your 20s, you're 19, 18, or in your, your 20s period, man, um, it's, just, it's just very inspiring. Uh, he was born in, in 1986 through 2010, and he knew, like, his mind was made up. You understand? He wasn't on social media. He wasn't taking selfies. He wasn't trying to figure out how he could, you know, get, get himself something. He wanted to go serve his country. He wanted to, to be a part of something that was bigger than him. And so, like, I think just if there's one thing I'm asking that you take from this podcast episode is that it's about something bigger than us. You know, I don't, I don't want this, 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 this episode being about me. I don't want it to be about anything about but other than the, the military men and women in the National Guard and the Navy and the um, Army, you know, serving our country. Um, that's all that I care about is them. This episode is for them. Um, so I want to just um, take time and express my care and my compassion and my concern and, my, and my, not just my sympathy, but my everything um, for, for the people who are in, the, in, the, in those uniforms um, who are, like I said, just, um, you know, giving their all. So and I, I want to go back a little bit just to go back one small bit about uh, trusting in, in, our, in our own abilities. All right. And, and in our own confidence. Um, and I believe like it's a scripture. Um, I think Jesus says that, um, that, that our, our confidence, you know, it, 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 it should be in him, you know, ultimately. Okay. And I, I don't really know what God was trying to teach, uh, Micah, uh, Herndon, um, the 31 year old, um, Marine who survived. I have no idea what God's trying to teach him. I have no idea. And I would not want to be on the end of that lesson. But what I am going to say is it is encouraging to have something to, to look forward to, okay? And it's the hope of Jesus Christ. It's the hope of that um, Mark David and Rupert Hamar and Ballard didn't die in vain. You know, that, that in eternity we'll see them again if, if they were um, believers in Jesus Christ, if they obeyed the gospel. So it's important that we share the gospel with our family and our friends, even our enemies, those who hate us and who want to causes harm and abuse us we need to share the gospel uh, with people and and reach out to them right and and ultimately have our confidence be placed in in jesus christ have our our confidence be placed in his abilities uh to do all the things he said he was he was going to do and more so i just wanted to kind of backtrack to that and and also speak on you know just having optimism for the future and i think um micah um Herndon, the the, mili- the the military marine who just finished the Boston Marathon, running is his is, is his outlet. Running is what makes him and keeps him optimistic about life, about living. You know, because I imagine if you see your best friend commit suicide years later, and you see, uh, you experience a, a traumatic loss of three of your troopers, um, who died in the bomb, 
accident because you know you blame yourself and it's not your fault and it's not his fault but you know it's going to be times and when plans change and when plans don't go forth as you had in your mind or as you conceived we we got to be optimistic that 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 there's a future right that 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 there are outlets there are positive outlets out there there are positive um a uh, coping mechanisms other than drugs and other than suicide other than you know alcohol or sex with as many women or men as possible like other outlets that that are safe and community and people who will take us in and and we have to like i think just start with ourselves right so um i know this is kind of long but this is my thank you um to the to the military men and women this is my um like i said just my thank you like i can't say thank you enough um and I wanted to just, like I said, take time and shine more light and more light on the military men and women or more light of, of those who were, you know, killed in a, in a line of duty. And um, like I said, the sacrifice that you make continually again and again and again. So I want you to know that it does not go unnoticed. It, it, you're, you're not just out there being ignored and as if no one is paying attention. We're paying attention. And uh, I just thank you for being patient with us um, and thank you for tuning in. All right, so I'm going to bring this episode to a close and say thank you again to all the men and women who are serving in the military, National Guard, um, overseas, um, that, that are, you know, nurses, in the medical realm uh, during during this COVID situation who are, you know, uh, putting yourselves in harm's way. I just want to say thank you. Um, mainly, like, you know, I have this, this little phrase that if you want to go far, go alone. But if you want to go fast, you know, we're going to have to go together, okay? So I just want to leave you with that. And as always, I wish you much peace. All right, guys.